Hello listeners, welcome to the second episode of the Shire Knights podcast, available on Spotify. The show that lets us super nerdy, grown-up shaped 40k players geek out over the competitive side of the hobby. I'm tonight's host, the AdMech player rocking back and forward in the corner, Mark Hutchin, and I'm joined tonight by knights of many varieties. Tonight, who have we got with us? Some say he microwaves his dice. Others, that he models top knots in Top Knot magazine. But we just know him as Captain Ryan Ribocare. Say hi, Ribo. Hello, everyone. And over on the naughty step, we've got someone who we say washes his playbush crawlers in a car wash. And others say that he waxes the armpits of every demon prince that he meets. But we know him as Alan Davidson. Evening. And finally, some people say that he's got a pet crew in real life. And others that he manipulates the very fabric of space-time with his banter. But we know him as Chris, nice Chris Jones. Hi there. <laughs> Tonight's podcast is brought to you again by Four Valley Wargaming. Four Valley Wargaming is a local tabletop club based in Falkirk with all the tables, terrain and players of most systems that you could want on your doorstep if you're in the central belt of Scotland. Tournaments are run throughout the year and meeting up on a Thursday night, new members are always welcome. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about one thing and one thing only, which has changed because we were going to be talking about the OPG Teams Tournament, but realistically, that's at the back of everybody's mind now, because something dropped today, and it wasn't a clangor, it was awesome. And it's changed the face of the game as we know it. It's Balanced Data Slake Day, guys! Dun, dun, dun! It's really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, so straight into it. Let's just have a quick look through what our initial thoughts are. So, I think one of the biggest ones is right at the very start, we've got a buff for Space Marines. Yeah, oh, I... Space Marines, any power armoured armies. So, you've got um, Sisters of Battle are in that as well, I believe. And nice. so are all the Chaos Marines and Grey Knights. Loving it. Yeah. So, tell us, Rybo, what is the change? Basically, everything in the army, if they're affected by AP, it is reduced by one. So if you've got, if you're fight, uh, hitting a space marine that's AP minus two, it becomes AP minus one. AP minus four becomes AP minus three. Against anything with power armor, there is a few exceptions in there though. Uh, units with storm shields, relic shields, combat shields, uh, sacrosanct shields, and then I think dread knight. Um, Invun saves, they do not get the bonus. Um, which is a bit funny because now a unit of um, Storm Shield Terminators versus a unit of Power Claw Terminators are about the same for armor value. Before you would take the Storm Shields to kind of pad their defensiveness, but they're now pretty much the same besides the Invun save. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be choices people need to make over things like your Terminators or your Vanguard Vets. Whether you want to take shields or whether you want to take the new AP rule. Personally, I know why I would choose out of the lot. It's, it's you know, storm shields uh, cost points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, sisters obviously getting the the additional uh, little buff as well on their miracle dice. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, so. They used to generate one dice around. That is now one dice a turn, which. I think it's quite nice because I, I definitely know folk who went from like the 8th edition codex to the 9th edition codex and were like not getting nearly as many miracle dice as I used to and then having to change their armies. I think it's kind of swing back in the other direction and 
and definitely after I feel like the last state of sleep or the last chapter proved one or the other or maybe both was, was quite harsh to sisters and death guard maybe on Julie so because neither of them were sort of destroying the meta but yeah they're, they're definitely done very well out of this book probably uh, sorry Data Slate probably one of the big winners from it I would say yeah do you think we'll see sisters go anywhere near top of tournaments again because it'd be nice to see them there Definitely. I, I don't know. It's hard. I don't play Sister Hunger, so I'm completely novice when going to it. And obviously, we'll probably come on to the bodyguard rule changing. And I know they liked sort of the shenanigans, the bodyguard rule, which now don't exist in the same way. I don't know. I mean, any, any, let's be honest. And overall thoughts for the data slate, they, I thought that GW would be a lot more conservative. It's great what they've done in this, and it'll definitely like shake up the top table, surely. Well, Something that's shaking up the top tables, and let's go straight for it. Bodyguard is dead. Yay. Praise yeah. the Lord. <laughs> Thank God. So, it was always really stupid. The most Jeez. stupid rule of 9th edition is now dead. Love it. Love it. Love it. So changing the bodyguard rule to that character can use the lookouts or rule even if the unit contains fewer than three models. And that's it. Yeah, so essentially what Bodyguard was supposed to be all this time, you know? I think the rules team intended for Bodyguard to essentially be lookout, sir, but you are, there's no limit to the amount of models. I think that's always what the intention was, but it just, the way that it was written, it became something else and then was fully exploited as something else. Um, and this is them just kind of bringing it in line with lookouts. Or, um, so now you don't get things like a unit of wardens in a building and Trajans standing outside it, uh, giving you the middle finger because you can't touch them kind of thing. That's not what a bodyguard does in real life. They get in the way of the shot. They don't just like make the person in front of them invisible. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's going to change a lot of strategies for just some of the missions which is great, especially at some of the tournaments where you would play against an army, you'd see the list and you knew exactly what they were going to do and you knew maybe never had enough um, utility in your own list to deal with that. So that, I think it's a great change. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, definitely. And and while I'm happy it's changed, I, I will say I was also one of these bad people who exploited it with like Courts of the Archon and stuff like that where, you know, you know, especially if you're getting like objectives that are next to ruins, you, you stick your character on that ruin and uh, your bodyguard are behind it and then you're just holding that objective. It'll be great not to see that happening anymore. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah definitely. Alan, what about your death guard? How do you feel with the change to bodyguard? Well, I was I was almost ready to just bend those deaths right after they've served me well for so long. <laughs> and, then, and then GW throw me a bone. They did throw you a bone. Object, throw you a bone. They threw you a whole bloody dinosaur. Yep. We had it before with Alan's Death Guard list when Playbush Crawlers, um, they went down in points just as some other things went up in points and it cancelled itself out almost. And now we've got yeah. bodyguards getting a nerf, but then they get obsec. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. It's going to be nice to actually field... A bit more Terminators than normal, because normally it was just, you know, you take two units of Death Shroud, you can protect the characters, they can set out the points, just as um, Chris was saying there. But now, with OBSEC, that was always a big thing in the army, was that 
when you're playing Jakari, Harlequin, Zelda, everything can rush out the boats and get to objectives. And don't, they don't even need to engage you. They just need to sit there and go, you've no longer got this point. And yeah. that'll now be be decent to turn that around. So. Well, it's not just that, Alan. You're, you're now... Yeah, Alan's now benefiting from Armour of Contempt on those Death Shroud as well. So not only are the Death Shroud obsec, they now have a better armour save. Uh, you know, essentially a one-up armour save on anything that has AP. Which is great. But I was just, so. checking, yeah, I was just checking the date there because it sounded like Christmas, the arrival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minus one AP as well. Oh, thank goodness. Another thing I don't think we should, uh, you know, stray away from, you don't want to get too focused on the, the bodyguard being killed, because not only has bodyguard been killed, indirect fire. Also oh, yeah. It's slaughtered. six feet under. <laughs> now, 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 you say that, rival, but I come mm. back to my normal tactic. If you roll sixes, you'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I mean, all right, Manny Chima, but uh, I mean... <sighs> It's the fact that it says modify the ballistic skill and not the attack, which means if you're shooting over dense terrain, the dense will kick in as well. So you'll be minus two to your hit roll if you're shooting out a line of sight. I know that hit rolls can't be modified but more than one, but you're modifying the ballistic skill, then the attack's getting modified for that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's the biggest. So ballistic skill characteristic of that attack by one. As someone who played two Scorpius Disintegrators for Admech, uh, probably the last three GTs that I've been to, this rule you'd think would be some sort of a nerf to Admech yet again, but instead I am absolutely delighted by it, because the only reason I really took them was to try and tackle Bodyguard, because Bodyguard was so broken. I had to try and reach behind buildings to get in to kill the units so that I could then deal with whatever the issue was. So by changing this, I can drop two 145 models that I'm quite happy to drop and have a massive little boost in points to spend on direct fire options or stuff that ignores lookouts, sir. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm just kind of glad they've changed indirect fire. It feels like it's been a problem for like two editions. Like, yeah. you know, in, in definitely the metas that we play in, there's been a push to get boards with enough cover or enough line of sight blocking terrain on them. But then you bring in things like we, we've gone through like Thunderfire Cannon Spam, we've gone through Whirlwind Scorpius Spam, we've gone through Hive Guard Spam. Uh, probably some point Scorpius disintegrator scat spam. The fact well. that, you know, yeah. Tau. Well, definitely. I'm really glad I've not finished painting my airbursters yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, squig buggy spam. Even you know, yeah. It's just be, always been constantly just too powerful. And I suppose GW could have uh, just made sure they upped the points on all these units, um, yeah. but. It'll be interesting to see what how how much or if if you'll see much indirect fire going forward. Can we all just have a little small consolation wah for the squig buggies that now hit on sixes? Wah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. wah, 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 wah. <laughs> this is oh, although, although one one army that doesn't give a yeah. damn about. You know, in direct fire, guardsmen. You know, they've just they've yeah. just said that that rule 
doesn't affect guardsmen. So uh, my nine Medusa list, perfectly legal, perfectly fine. Are we going to bring up your nine Medusas in every podcast? Of course. <laughs> yep. That is, is never played, always talked about. There you go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and if Next you want thing, to... I'll give them a six-inch move. Yeah. And if you want to buff it with a sub-infantry mm. squad, Rybo, then you don't have to worry about spending anything on war gear either. Yeah, that's a bit of an interesting choice. You change. Oh, Zero points for war yeah. gear infantry. Yeah, Guardsman Infantry only being 60 points for the unit and now all their war gear is free will be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Would you Fully loaded. get me into your brood brothers just to get heavy weapon access, do you think? I mean, it could be done. You know, you get 500 points. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of bodies that D6 don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, an infantry squad, so the, the possible upgrades for them is most primarily your heavy weapon team, you know? Get, mm-hmm. Getting the option for a heavy weapon team. But then you've also got the the ranged weapons, the specialist ranged weapons. So you can take, I don't know, a melter gun on the unit. Mm-hmm. Um... Or I believe a sniper rifle comes under that. I was trying to remember if... In, is that just veteran squads that get snipers? I remember. Oh. I mean, so, to be honest, like, this is a lovely buff for Admech... I oh, know, Admech, uh, Astra Militarum, Imperial Guard. But I will, I, will we see them push up the tables from it? So, their special weapons is sniper rifle, flamer, grenade launcher, melter gun, plasma gun. So every single one of your guardsmen squads can have, you know... A last cannon battery with a, a, a plasma gun. You know? 60 points, Why? and then you've got your eight ablative wounds, because let's be frank, that's what they're there for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and let's not forget Hammer of the Emperor. If every regiment unit from your army is drawn from the same regiment, then each time a regiment model from your army makes a ranged attack, unmodified hit rolls of six automatically wound. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, that that is pretty strong as well. Just having global sixes to hit auto wound is great. That is huge. Yeah. Okay, I I missed that, so maybe they will push up the tables now. They are going to fly. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you think of some of the weapons on some of the the vehicle lists that Astra Militarum can run, and you just stick on sixes wound at minus three at minus two, that is wrecking armies. Well, you see Valkyries? I don't uh, think Valkyries get this because do Valkyries, they don't have the regiment keyword. They've they not got the regiment. Keyword. Ah, see. They, like they'll Aeronautica have Aeronautica, I believe, yeah. Ah, so why can't take okay. them in Brood Brothers? Good, good shout. Yeah, they, they have the Aeronautica keyword. Otherwise, yeah, a Vulture with its 40 Vulture cannon shots. Yeah. Wounding, yeah, auto-wounding on sixes to hit. Yeah, definitely would have been great, but probably better. I mean, punish or uh, Lehman Rossi's, though. You'll just yeah. see that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Shooting shooting twice with the top gun as well? Uh, if, they, is that, if they move less than half. or If they move off. less than half. This is how little I've seen Imperial Guard this So, edition. 40 short strength, 5 sixes to hit, auto-wound. On a hundred and thirty point model, yeah, 
Punisher cannons, 20 points, 150, and then you can give it the side cannons and stuff like that as well if you want. Well, as it's drilled uh, over Ashramalatarum, we won't be drilling over the next one, because someone got an absolute slapping in this data slate. The Golden Boys, the Custodies. Yeah, they got spanked. Rightfully so, though. I mean, not the biggest spanking in this book. Well, more on that to come, but, mm. you know, this one is, is quite rough for the Custodies. Yeah. So, so the, the, the first point is their obsec. You know, um, pre previously it was all infantry in the army had obsec. So Trajan was obsec. Your deep strike and terminator, single terminator units yeah. were obsec. Um, you know, sh uh, like just the shield captain and terminator armor that can cross map heroically intervene. He's obsec. And then obviously the custodies rule would kick in where their multiple uh, their multiple wounds as well uh, or multiple models they count as for being on objectives. So, um. Restricting this to just troops is massive for them. Yeah, it's a great change. If you're not custodies. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a great change if you're not custodies. I can't, thinking back to every game I've played against custodies since their book dropped, I can't remember once where I was fighting over an objective with just troop choice custodies. Yeah. Yeah. But this might also cause a rise of, of that Sagittarium list. I believe we spoke about that last time. Yeah, the Sagittarium, the army of primarily Sagittarium. But also Sagittarium count as minus one AP with their main profile of their gun. Their secondary one is, is minus three, but minus yeah. one into Space Marines isn't going to really do much now, so we'll see how that goes. Mm -hmm. And they also got some more nerfs. The uh, only the steamed stratagems once. What stratagems are they, Ibo? Uh the steamed amalgam, which is the uh, um, emperor's auspice and the martial discretion stratagems, have now been restricted to one use only. Um, so those stratagems were things like the ability to change and uh, what kata one unit was in. Uh, the ability to um, one of them was the Emperor's chosen specific one uh, and that was the ability to change which shield host fighting style you were in so if you were Emperor's children you could say no that unit is now Shadow Keepers you can only do that once yeah. per game now yeah. um, so just being able to do that is crazy good um, like it, it just restricts that because you would have people playing Emperor's Chosen because the 4-up save against mortals is brilliant, and then they would just use the 1 CP when they really needed to to turn a unit into Shadowkeeper, so everything they were fighting was minus 1 attack. Uh, it was just, it was really strong. Yeah. I feel like the change to Emperor's Auspice, that was the one that I always came up against, and obviously fielding Tau with their access to rerolls with everything, it was always quite a bit of a ball ache to try and tease that out of one unit and then you have to switch and pivot and fire everything else at something um so you weren't wasting things like re-rolling wounds and stuff but now that, that's had two big changes to it um where it, you obviously like you see you can only use it once and you can't use it on biker units anymore it's just adeptus custodies infantry yeah 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 uh, and no, no transhuman and no ignoring rerolls for bikes now. Yeah, bike lists are changed forever. 
which I'm not sad about in the slightest. No, no, no more 15 bikes. Yeah, um, you're gonna you're gonna really struggle to see those lists in there now. Um, I, I don't I don't know the route that the custodies will go down now. Um, it'll be interesting to see what what lists come up. I mean, bikes are still great. Bikes are really good. They were good without those stratagems, but they were pretty immortal once you slapped those stratagems on yeah, them. So yeah. restricting that is great. Having that restriction in there is is a really good change. We're, we're definitely coming from the side that none of us played uh, play custodies and have to play into it frequently. I mean, I have a custodies army, but playing against it, you know, uh, there's nothing worse than every turn just bouncing off the same unit because transhuman for a CP, turn off free rolls for a CP, and that's it. You just bounce off them, you know. Um, my, my counter to that was at the OPG Teams tournament I played against uh, Custodies and I just had to throw all my mortal wounds at them uh, and thankfully the Custodies I was against weren't Emperor's Chosen so that it was on 6-ups that were ignoring mortals which they didn't roll that many and I was taking out bike units that way. Otherwise, I was going to struggle to take them out. Yeah, it's nice the way they've done this data slate because the Custodies, just the way the book is written, without the buffs for these certain things have taken away you can still run a really competitive custodies list they've still got a lot of really good stuff in that book and they've not changed the points no so no they didn't change the those point reductions yeah trajan is still crazy cheap yeah, you just can't bodyguard them now massive value all through the book there's a little section in the data slate for admech just to remind us admech players that you're still nerfed <laughs> Yeah, they didn't change anything with Admate this no. time, did they? The, 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 it's just a little reminder yeah. post. Yeah. yeah. So no, I, I'm with you, Mark. I've still got the Drukari nerfs there. <laughs> the uh, the Space Marines player we have, though, with his Salamanders, has a little change. Because each time an attack is made against a unit with the Forged in Battle Salamanders tactic, the attack's wound roll cannot be re-rolled. So they now just turn off re-rolling wound rolls. That's pretty strong. That's a good ability. Yeah, definitely, and I think there's a Sisters of Battle. Um, is it Valorous Heart? They so both them and Salamanders previously had that ignore AP one, but now everything in Power Armor gets ignore AP one. Yeah. Um, so they obviously have had to change both the traits a wee bit to make them a bit different. I think like anything that modifies the wound roll is super powerful this edition and last edition, and so. Turning off wound rerolls, like it used to be something when I was running Drakari, and if you're running Cult Strife with strats to reroll wounds, or Coven have easy access to that through a strat, kind of what you would rely on to get your kills through. So being able to say no, no, no reroll wounds for you, I think is super strong. Yeah, um, I think especially when you look at some of the characters that that people can take. I mean, I, I've got one, a Marshal for Admech, who. Built in his ability is to reroll wound rolls of one. Completely pointless yeah. when you're playing salamanders now. Yeah, Doesn't definitely. Do Space else. Marine Lieutenant, anything like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the big one. The big list that's been killed completely. The Space Clowns have lost the Void Weaver list. 
Yep, I've got um, three Void Weavers. If anyone wants to buy them, um, I'll, I'll be them. putting them up on eBay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy them for this very reason. <laughs> Everyone was spamming them. They're going to get nerfed. You don't buy them. But yeah, so Is... a total point increase of 360 points on that list. That seems fair. I mean, it was very powerful. And, and I suppose the question is, is a Void Weaver worth 130 points now? It, it still can move if you're taking it in yeah. the light side. If it can still move 22 inches, still has a strength 12 gun with two shuriken cannons on it. And you can still do other shenanigans where it's like hard to hit. You know, you can't reroll yeah. hit rolls or you, you miss it on anything less than a four. It's still very powerful. It's just not something you're going to spam in a full army now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I went up against this at the OPG teams tournament. It didn't have nine. He had eight. Uh, Sean had eight, which was nice. But um, yeah, very powerful. Three came out straight away and just popped a plague burst crawler like it was nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see where where that list goes. Yeah. You know, um, we'll just. I don't know the Harlequin book that well, um, to be fair, so we'll just see... Uh... I think we'll see more I, dark Harlequins yeah, now, with their fighting on death. Um, Light was really leaning into Void Weavers and things as well, but a lot of dark Harlequins yeah. might appear. I like the change to the Mirror Dark Attack pivotal role. Um, now it's just selecting one unit, uh, one core unit, which is troops, because troops get core now. Um, and they yeah, get the additional six inches rather than it being an aura. So that that's that's a sensible move. Um, we've got a warlord trait change, the one that the death jester used to abuse really well. For now, it's a melee hit roll rather than a ranged attack. So that that's a good one as well. So that some of the stuff just makes a bit of sense, and they've killed the void weaver list. I think these are good changes. Yeah, definitely, and and again, I, I, I'm same as Ryan. I don't play Harlequins. I don't know it inside out. I know some of the guys from the Dominion Air chat are chatting about, especially after it was confirmed, Harlequin troops get core, just taking a hundred odd troops, and then yeah, I suppose you could take that in the Dark Seedith, so they've got that sort of fight on death ability. That would still be quite strong and not something I would want to necessarily go up against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the list that very similar to what Stephen Box was running at Vanguard Tactics, which he was doing well with. Um, mm. And it's a it's a good list. So, uh, Tau? Tau have a few changes? Yeah. Yeah, just a few. Um, so, obviously, they, they saw the recruit meta. Everyone started to panic. You know, if there's any chance that I might win something, that's obviously bad for the game. So they had to change everything. Not bitter at all. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're fairly sensible changes. Obviously, a lot of the indirect fire changes that we chatted about earlier really affects Tau. They love their airbursters, their SMS, stuff like that. So Tau normally hit on fours. So that minus one to your ballistic skill will hurt. Obviously, there is options to get Markalites to support that. And I know that some people had been wishing that like indirect fire can benefit from Mark Lights, but it can still at the moment. Um, but things that directly changed in the Tau book, Montcar, which was the more popular of the tactical philosophies that Tau choose at the start of the game, 
used to be uh, if you were 18, 12 or six inches away in turn one, two and three, respectively, you got an extra pip of AP. That's no longer a thing. That's kind of big. Um, Tau Flamers were quite popular. I know our our fellow knight Connor was running a lot of those and there's other ways to upgrade AP. So you could even get like AP2, maybe even AP3 Flamers. That's going to be less now. Um, They've taken core away from broadside battlesuits. We were chatting about this just before Yay! this, Mark. You, you were saying, well, if my chickens can't get them, I don't see why your broadsides get them. If sort I of can't thing, have which... it, you can't have it. No, exactly. I mean, you know, it's not very very sportsmanship to wish that on us, Mark, but I can yeah. understand it. Let's just get rid of the dreadnoughts sorted out and I'll be happy. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. How come dreadnoughts get it? Probably because they're poster boys, but there you go. Not bitter at all, like I said. Um, other big change, I suppose, um, was Farsight's one getting changed. Uh, so Farsight set tenant hmm. used to be, if you're within 12 inches of a unit you count as having a marker light on them which in effect for tau just means they get plus one to hit that's changed to nine inches i suppose that is quite big for tau and especially for our list site lists um they'll probably still want to get super close you'll probably still see plenty of breachers and things like that in far sight lists but it means that when they come in from deep strike they don't benefit from it anymore and especially far sight light to come in from deep strike because their set specific strat was reroll all hits and all wounds when you uh come in from deep strike so that's a big hit to them definitely um yeah, last one is just the mixing of photon grenades with, um, I think it was called Repulsor Impact Field. So you used to be able to do strat on an infantry unit and uh, called photon grenades, and it would just be minus two to charge. It still does that, but you can't uh, sort of use that in combination with any other ability that gives minuses to charge now. So you can't get that lovely sort of minus four to charge by having, a say, a squad of fire warriors next to crisis suits or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Lots of changes, lots of changes, and just in time for Turnus to come out. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's the big thing. There's got a few real spanner in the works. I've just done this amazing balanced data slate, <laughs> and then Neds are just going to become Harlequins 2.0. Yeah. Um. Really, <laughs> is the only way to say it. Uh, that's that is if they can still use Crusher Stampede. And I, I was reading an article in Goonhammer, and it's basically they were saying the new Nid book is going to be Harlequins, if not better than the Harlequins win rate wise, unless they comp out Crusher Stampede. If Crusher Stampede is no more, then the book is a little bit more balanced. Uh, it's still going to be a really, really strong book, but. Yeah, Crusher Stampede's going to be a bit insane. Yeah. Unless the Space Marines can save us, because, I mean, they've been buffed through the roof now, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see what I can come. I've got a, I've got a little test tonight at the club with the Grey Knight uh, stuff. Um, so I'm going to be running a unit of Paladins um, with the psychic power that gives them all plus one armour. Um, so yeah. if you give them their buff... Then the plus one armor, they're sitting at a zero up save. If you put them in cover, they've got a negative one save. <laughs> so, uh, it can get quite silly. It's good to try so it we'll out. See what we can do. See how it yeah, goes. no, great to try it out. Alan, what are you taking to the club tonight? Oh, 
I think I'll be taking Terminators, Terminators, and more Terminators, Mark. I hope nice. you're looking forward to that. Nice. But I'm also taking the tried and tested, the good old three Plague Burst Crawlers. We'll make sure we've got some dense terrain in there for you then. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yep. My Admech list, with its additional 290 points that I've dropped the Scorpiuses from, has allowed me to take an Assassin, which I never really had enough space for, and I love taking an Assassin with Admech. And also allows me to throw in some tech priests again, some uh, the electro priests, which I can deep strike. So I'll be having a bit of fun with this list tonight to see if we can grab a few terminators and have some fun with them. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. You have just brought up another good point, actually, there, Mark, that I didn't even clock about the new bodyguard rule. Go for it. If you have. If you have a sniper that ignores lookout, sir, you also ignore bodyguard now. Yes, you do. You do. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was saying earlier on when I was speaking to Nick Malone our other night with the Salamanders that I'm going to probably put quite a few ignore lookouts or models in my list now because I'd make have transonic aquabuses, I think they're called, which I can put with Rangers or Vanguard, and they've got a decent profile, D3 damage. Sixes to wound, do a mortal wound. Um, a strength 7 weapon. It's pretty decent, so I'll probably throw a few of them in. If you run it with Metallica, you ignore the modifier to move uh, on your heavy weapon, so you can actually do a fair bit with them. Um, I'm looking forward to all these changes, guys. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. I think we're all fairly happy with it, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like me and Mark spoke before about the bodyguard rule just being a bit broken um, and about out of line of sight shooting being a bit too overpowered especially on denser boards um, mm-hmm. which would just taken away from the game of being able to move out and shoot and do what you need to do you know that way play in the middle oh well guys I think we've covered the data slate overall in one word just one word tell me what you think of it so we'll go to you Chris first in one word what do you think of the data slate um, I suppose my expectations were low, so surprising. Surprising. Good one, good one. Ribo. Beautiful. <laughs> I like it. Absolutely Alan. beautiful. My Grey Knights are back. <laughs> Alan? Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas for the dead <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I'll go for delightful. <laughs> I'm delighted by it. <laughs> Well, that's all for us tonight. Thanks very much for joining us. And until next time, keep listening.